Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is May 13, 2021. The time is about 1130 a.m. Reddy and UNPC does conduct Zoom conferences every single day. For those people who are listening to this in the other media, you can check our timings at rnlawgroup.com. Those people are here. You can raise your hands to ask the question. Yes, Narabolu. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, I have two 140s. Uh, one has been revoked. Another one is still active. But the other guy, I mean, is my friend who has done it for me. But I never worked for him, but he's now asking me to come into a full-time, which I can cannot do because I'm already into a full-time. So if he revokes it, uh, so what would be my chances of getting the, uh, an extension? Because the first, first one... Is, first, when was your first one, I-140 withdrawn? Yeah, it was approved on Feb 5th, 2016 and revoked on uh, the 2016 November. That's gone. That's no longer valid. Okay. Second yeah. one. Uh, second was approved on uh, now uh, 2018 October. Oh, so it's been more than six months that it's been approved. Uh, yeah, but I didn't work for him ever. That's fine. For a even if he revokes, even if it revokes, you can use it. Even oh, if it's ex- revoked, you can for extending H1B, for putting the date, for getting your wife H4 EAD, you can use it for all those purposes. Oh, that's it. Uh, and what, is, what do you mean by retroactive 140? The first one is there something called retroactive 140? I don't know. Oh, retroactive 140 is that if by if you want, I don't know exactly what that means, but if you want to go back to the old employer that withdrew in 2015 or 2016, you can go back there and that guy can still file your I 140 and still retain the priority date. Uh, okay, thank you. Thank you. But, but there are a couple of things that you're not asking the question, buddy. The priority dates are moving. I don't know where you're sleeping. You may want to go back to the old company, either the first company that filed an I-140 because the priority date is expected to be current in, in October for you if you go back to the first company. The second company, there's a good possibility it might be current too. You, did you get my point? Yeah, but can he file a 485 offer? Because I don't work for him. Yeah, they can. But if he's demanding that you work for him, there is nothing you can do. You have to go and work for him. Uh, yeah, that's the problem. But uh, yeah, yeah, I can how, do that. How, how, long, how long are you going to keep coming to these conferences? If you go and join them, you can resolve all these things and get a green card. But if you don't, well, you'll be here for the next five years. So you may oh, no, want to go back. You may want to go back there. Yeah, but I work for Boeing, so that's the problem. And one of the subsidiaries of Boeing. They don't like you. 
No, they promised Sorry. me to do a 140, Sorry. but only thing is that due to pandemic, uh, they said that uh, use your 140, existing 140. Now we can do nothing. Oh else. come on! They don't like you. They don't like. I I don't know how to tell you, but they don't like you. That's all I can tell you. But it's up to you. Okay. You know, be our guest for the next five years. Next person, please. Varun. Thank you. Why not? Hi Rahul. Varun. Yes. Go ahead. Hi. Uh, hi Rahul. Hope you're doing well. So I have a quick question. Uh, so one of my friends have um, recently got deported uh, when he's entering to the USA. Uh, he's on H-1B and uh, the reason was um, uh, the Aztec, CBP officer. Is it, is it Aztec or Integra Solutions that he worked for? Uh, no, actually uh, he's a mm -hmm. full-time employee uh, for some company. Like I, I, he's a full-time employee for Fandango Media LLC. Uh, so uh, the reason... Uh, told to him by the CBP officer was um, uh, it's because he did his second master's in the University of the Cumberlands, uh, which he, which they said that uh, they, uh, that the person um, intentionally misrepresented himself uh, as a F1 student uh, that he did not disclose uh, this uh, information uh, to the consulate or in the DS-160 form. So they revoked his, uh, with a section called, I believe, uh, two, 12 uh, AC6I. It was, it, it, this is nothing new. We've been telling all along. Devon universities are illegal though. Okay. Cumberland, it happened. Campusville, it happened. Harrisburg, it happened though. Now the question is, when did this incident happen? Uh, this happened like uh, recently, like a, uh, three weeks uh, back, like in April, sometime in like third week of April. Which airport, Chicago? Uh, uh, SFO, it's uh, San Francisco. Okay, go ahead with your questions. Uh, so, uh, how likely uh, this person can uh, come back uh, to the United States? Um, uh, I think the CBP officer told him that he can apply for a waiver, and then once he got the waiver approved, he should. He, can... he should. There is a sheet that they'll give it to him at the time when when they deported him. He needs sure. to consult a lawyer with that sheet. Okay. 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 But I, I want you to read a couple of articles that I've written on the Devon CPT and rnlawgroup.com. I've also given you in these things that the people from these universities got deported. I know the rest of the people who are listening, there are a lot of people who will say, well, Rahul has been telling a lie all along that Devon CPTs are not illegal. Well, you are the person to prove that I'm not lying. It's the other people who are. Because the people who get deported, they don't come to Facebook and then they keep on telling it though. When we tell, the people don't believe us. But it has been going on. It has been going on. Nothing new for us. Sure. I want you to read an article that I've written. Have him consult us. And then we'll discuss further on that with that particular sheet that they've given in the San Francisco airport. Next person, please. Anisha? Thank you, Rahul. Hi, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes. So, Rahul, right now I'm in India. I'm actually on a valid um, H-1B. Uh, but due to the travel ban, I had a question to ask you. My husband is a green card, uh, you know, he's an LPR um, and I am basically on H1. So according to the travel ban proclamation exemption, if I'm the spouse of a legal lawful permanent resident, I'm allowed You're to exempted. come back. Um, do you, like apart from a marriage law certificate proof, like do you think immigration would be an issue or... No. Okay. I want you to, not only you should have the marriage certificate, I want you to have the passport copy of your husband. I want to have a copy it's of- traveling with me. Uh, Ah, okay, that's fine. Then you don't need anything. You're good. 
Okay. One last question, Rahul. So why are you why are you on a H1B? Why did not you file a 482 application? We just got married, actually. So okay. that is one question I also wanted to ask you. So we just got married two months back. Um, he has a green card. He's about to get his citizenship, I would say, in the next two months. But I have my pending green card. My priority is uh, March of 2013 in EB2. So my question oh. is, yeah. Well, your, your green card is not pending. You just have an I-140 approval. Now, if, um, yeah, you should file a 482 application as soon as you come into the United States, though. Okay. So do you think I should go with his as a, as a dependent? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's easier and better. Okay. Rather than waiting for me. Yeah, I would not wait for you. Wait for your prior date to become current now. Okay, thank you. Thank Next you, person, please. Murali. Hi, uh, Good morning. Sorry. Good afternoon. Okay. So just want to ask one question. Are you advisable uh, for a person who has a priority date of uh, December 30, 2019 to move to a different company? I'm not going to advise. I'm not going to not advise. I'm going to just tell you one thing, though. I would not move if I were you. Because if okay. I tell you, I can go wrong, and I have gone wrong many times. If I were you, December 2019, it's very unlikely, I would say that. But um, I, if I were you, I would wait until September to move. Right okay. now, the, these, the IT market is so hot. Believe me, my son just graduated from college and when he's and i'm looking his offers damn like what i should leave my profession and go there the offers for the it profession is very 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 attractive i mean come on they're giving stock up i just just unimaginable and and, and the people are telling my prior date is this one i'm getting two hundred thousand dollar more offer oh that's very oh that's too much um if i were if i were you i would not move right now Actually, mine is, I'm in a consulting firm now and I'm getting an offer I know. from a client. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I would not move. That's my, that's my judgment call. Whatever you say, I will not change wait, my mind. Wait up to October and then take a decision. September. Yeah, we will know in September. Okay, sure. Thank you, Rahul. That's right. Thank Next you, person, please. Hi Rahul, uh, my question is currently I'm working on H4 EAD and which is mm -hmm. going to be expired uh, next week, but luckily I got my GC EAD and uh, thinking the same way, we didn't apply for H4 renewal and H4 EAD, uh, like if we got the GC EAD, I can continue working on that. So I got that, but the thing is like my husband's I-140 and uh, GC pen, uh, application is still pending. So I'm confused now, should I jump on GC EAD? And uh, my attorney told me like, if something will happen with I-40, I will be out of status. Uh, but in that case, I can go back to India and get the H-4 visa stamp. So I just want to check with you. Is that true? Can I do that? That is a true. That is a true statement. Even if okay. is your husband working with the same company that filed for the I-140 for EB-2? Yes. Uh -huh. Okay. Is something what something can go wrong, but I would rate it as less than two percent of chance that something can go wrong in his I one forty. Okay. And your lawyer is. Yeah, EB two I one forty is approved. Now EB three is not. I know. Uh, something mm -hmm. can go wrong is less than two percent if your husband is continuing to work with the same company, which you said okay. he is continuing to work with the same company. 
Your okay. lawyer is right. If by any chance the I-140 gets denied, of course, mm-hmm. 485 will be denied. You can go to India. You can get the H-4 stamping and come back. No problem. None whatsoever at all. Now. Okay. Well, USA is going to ask me any document or any any uh, like questions. Why are you jumping? Uh, or it's, it's going to be straightforward. It's going to be straightforward. Absolutely no problem. Even okay. myself, okay. when I got my GCEAD, when I was in H4, I jumped on it. I had no problem. Okay. Okay. And if his EB2 uh, date was current, like suppose if we are right now in EB3, if EB2 date gets current, can I get the EAD from EB2 at the same time I'm here? Uh, there are two ways, that, ma'am. Is he going to file a new entire EB2 application or is he going to interfile it? If he's going to file an entire new application, you cannot you cannot be included in that application unless you go outside the country and come back and H4. But if he does interfiling, which is what normal people do, which normal people do, then even if you use the EAD, he can still use the interfiling. Interfiling, okay. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Anything else? Thank you so much. Next person, please. Sumendra. Hi, Rahul. This is Sumendra. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, my priority date is... Uh, in AB2 August 2016. Uh, I actually switched employers last June and then in October things have changed and now uh, I'm, I'm in a confusion. If my, my previous employer actually withdrawn my I-140 after I left. So if mm-hmm. I go back to that employer, uh, can mm-hmm. they, uh, for the same position, can they just file I-140 on the old firm? Absolutely, they can either file under EB2 or EB3 or they can file on both also. Oh, both at the same time? Yep. Wow. So I, I can have, like, let, let's say in October, if the priority date suddenly became current, so I can choose to file both 485s as well, or? You can. I, that's a waste of money. Okay. That's a waste yeah. of money. But that's a waste of money. I would not recommend that you do that. But I if with 2016, though, buddy, here is what I'm going to be doing if I were you. I would go join that company right now. I'm going to file EB2. I'm going to file EB3. And I'm going to wait which one to become current. And I'm going to file one 482 application when it becomes current. Okay. So if, even if that I-140 is pending, we can still file the 485, right? You are absolutely right. You don't have to have an I-140 approval to file a 485. Remember all the people that we filed the downgrade, their I-140 is never approved. We still file the 485. It's the same thing. So if I were you, I would go join the company right now, do file the two I-140s. I have two tickets to heaven. I can use whichever I want to. Okay, great. Thank you. So what, what is this term called? I think the first person asked the same thing. Retroactive or what? What is it? Son uh, I don't know. You use the word retroactive I-140. I didn't, I did not hear the word until, uh, I mean, I didn't, I don't know the word meaning. I think so. That's what he meant is uh, that I'm t- telling that I'm assuming the word is that, yeah, you can, his I-140 was approved in 2015, mm-hmm. but it's been revoked in 2016. The law came in 2017 that if it's been withdrawn after six months, it's not going, uh, you're still going to retain the priority date. For him oh. though, he's not using the 2015. He doesn't, he can't use it. The only way he can use it by going back. In your case, if your company files an I-140, you can use a 2016 priority date. For him, he can't. 
okay. unless he goes back to the old company. So a so little bit different scenario. I don't know the word exact word meaning, but yeah, in your case, even though the I one forty has been withdrawn, you can go back and res- resurrect. I use the word resurrection. Okay, so is there any wait time before I file I one forty, or I can immediately join and uh, start the? Uh, you can file it immediately. Okay, and and the other question, one last question is like, can they start the GC process or file for I one forty again even without I joining them at this time, or like because H one they can, right? They can, but you are so demanding. You know, you want like you want like everything. Come on, put in your plate, and you don't even want to work for them. Oh yeah, you can. I mean, if the employer is such nice guy, you can. But such nice employers will be thrown out of people that are very nice. You know what we call them as artistic kids. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I, I asked the question because uh, yeah, I, same thing with your employer. He'll die. I mean, yeah, but he can. But uh, he normally does. That's up to you. Next person, please. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Arvinder Singh. Uh, <clears throat> Hi Rahul. Um, I don't know if you remember we talked last week uh, on phone for a consultation. So I wanted to discuss uh, my situation. So I'm currently in Canada right now, working for my employer in um, US, and I'm basing on my visa stamping. Um, and, and my uh, my um, H1 was done uh, uh, renewed last year in May, and uh, a new uh, I-94 was generated, I guess, along with that. But after that, I traveled outside of the US. Now my employer wants me to do the I-9 verification for some reason. And uh, so, can I do that I nine verification while I'm outside of the US? And uh, can I use the I ninety four which was attached to the seven nine seven? How does that work? No, no, because that's that's not a proper document. When you are outside the country, technically, that I ninety four is not valid. Mm-hmm. So, what do I tell my employer that I'm outside of the US? So, should wait. You for have to say. Me- you should wait, or you enter back into the country. And use the new updated I-94 for that. Right, right. Okay. And for the Dropbox, I'm currently eligible for Dropbox. They asked me to send documents. Should I send the original 797 with it or just a copy of it? Original. Original. You're sending the, the passport, uh, right? Passport as well, yeah. And the, and, and the original I-94. Original I-94. And pay stubs and everything along with it? Did they ask for it? They haven't asked for it. That's why, because I have been I here not, for a few months. Yeah, so I, I would not to say, make a strong case with that. Did you say two months? Uh, more than uh, uh, five months, actually, now. Yeah, send the pay stubs then. Yeah, pay stubs and employment verification. So for yeah. I-9, I shouldn't, I should tell them that I'm outside of the U.S., so I shouldn't file I-9 verification. Right, then. right, right. Wait until okay. you come into the country. Okay, thanks a lot. Next person, please. Maniraj. Hey, uh, hi, Raghul. Uh, I just have a quick question. I Right now, I'm staying in India. Uh, I was not able to travel back due to the travel ban. Uh, and my uh, H1 is getting over, uh, expiring in October, uh, second week. So my when question you say is, Wait, wait, wait. When your H1 is expiring, you mean to say passport stamping is expiring? Uh, yes. Well, there's no travel. You, you can go to Mauritius, stay there for 14 days and come here. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's my question. So is, is that uh, necessary that I have to be inside the country uh, to find an extension? First is, why can't you come here right now? Why can't you go to Mauritius uh, and stay there, Sri Lanka or some other country? For yeah, that, 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 that's my last option I was keeping. If 
uh, the you know situation is not going to get better uh, maybe in the next month or something so the situation is not i don't know why you want to play it at edge of a knife though you have a window of option right now to go outside mm-hmm. the country stay for 14 days and come back now you don't want to come back so things may get more worse okay that should be your first option not the last option though if i were you then once you come into the country you can file extension technically you can file extension but how good is that going to be because you're not going to get the stamping though your stamping right. expires in october the next appointments are not going to be there until february of 2022 you don't want to risk yourself getting stuck outside the country if i were you the first option would be to travel into united states okay thank you lucky that you have a passport stamping use it sure <laughs> okay thank you next person please anthony oh hi rahul i sent an email you replied to me uh, it's about my i485 biometrics application uh, appointment so i have my middle name listed twice on the notice i i, I give you a different the... conference call to come yeah so should i come on that uh, no, that's I mean, okay Yeah, it's okay. No, I saw um, that, but was, I thought I can do so that. So, lot of the lot of the people who are our clients, we have a different conference call. We don't want you to come here. We, oh, okay. We're in our conference call. We we answer everything. Okay, okay. I answer everybody, but here we don't. Not everybody. Oh, okay. Now it doesn't it doesn't matter whether it has two times your name on it. It won't matter. You're fine. Okay. You will not have yeah. any problem in getting the biometrics. Okay, uh, and uh, sh- even for the future, I don't have to worry about it. Uh, For the no, further steps you don't okay. have to worry about it okay okay that's fine yeah thank you thank you ashok hey uh, rahul can you hear me yes yeah my hnb is maxing out in august 2022 and uh, currently mm-hmm. full time with my employer they are going to file my uh, form but it's going to take some When? time uh, they'll file we, we don't have time <laughs> yeah that's they they, they already have. started the uh, prevailing wage now and they're okay. probably going to do the uh, uh, the labor market test as well so i think like mm-hmm. by uh, end of september or something is when they would file it and uh, hopefully uh, it might come but uh, if something gets delayed uh, i have to go out of the country so there was another option wherein uh, one of the companies i talked to they said uh, they have an ongoing ad and then they said i would be able to jump on that the profile is quite similar and uh, i can i can do that as well as a parallel process but uh, i'm not sure if that is going to affect uh, whatever my co- company is going to do and uh, no, if uh, it will not affect what your company is going to do it can you have 3 4 10 labor certifications filed at the same time yes will that create any problem anywhere for you no okay and uh, if the employment verification letters from my previous companies uh, i can provide the earlier ones and i don't know, i shouldn't the be letting same. the other company but so yeah you can provide the experience letters from the previous companies that's fine okay and you're uh, not giving them the originals you're just giving them the copies is right yeah 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 that's correct so and, you can give uh, the copies to 10 10 different employers file my labor certification good if you have find somebody some company like that go ahead use it nothing wrong with it okay got it uh wh- okay okay rahul uh thank you thank you next person please khalid hey hi rahul thanks for your service uh i have a quick question uh 
currently i have a visa stamp which is valid till next year august and i am working for client a and i'm i need to change to client b in june and i'm planning for a trip to india before december so if if i get the amendment approved do i need to go for stamping again um you are th- this is until august of 2022 you have the stamping yeah okay no sir you don't need to go for stamping but when you come okay. back when you come back make sure that you got the i94 extension until your h1b expires because when i'm going to file for an amendment right now i'm not going to file for august of 2022 i'm going to file all the way to 2024 so when you come okay. back you show them the h1b approval stamping until august 2022 but tell them that look my h1b is expiring on 2024 give it until 2024 okay so the amendment approval should be sufficient to return that back. is sufficient you don't need the stamping sir you don't need a stamping okay. again absolutely not needed we okay. even send people when you move from company a to company b same scenario okay you can still come back also but you're telling it's a client not even the same it's the same company yeah. even if it's a different company also you can use the old company's h1b approval stamping show them the new h1 approval stamping you can come in make sure that the i94 is valid until the expiration of the h1b you have no problem you're good okay thank you thank you so much next person please max hey okay, hi uh, uh, rahul i have scenario here so october ebt filed uh, straight no need to downgrade uh, 485 ead advance payroll uh, but in november uh, changed uh, 2013 january okay and uh, but employer change in november within a month before 180 days Uh, H1B transfer to new employer in November. So and uh, uh, got the biometric later. Did biometric. So before one eighty days filed, how will USAIS know that I changed to employer B unless I tell them or I have an interview? So what are the options? I would like to withdraw the four eight five application. Here is a problem though. What happens is that there are some cases. Believe me, that. Mm-hmm. a lady got divorced okay but she got the green card through the employment based now the problem is whenever she goes to the citizenship she is in trouble okay she is so not supposed to have... get the green card so you were working for this company at the time when you filed up for a for application company a yeah yeah and then you were working for that company right correct company a and the uh, company b uh, yeah. and then negotiation was going on and h1 got transferring in november no that's different but november you moved to company b correct h1 transferring company so, b yes so did company a terminated the employment relationship with you did they let you go or did you go uh, it was like mutual they were didn't have problem going me to client place i was working i mean it Why was through why would you go because it uh, because the date came in september right and negotiation was client was going from june so we don't know that date will come and it was in the process so they already filed my h1b application before they got i don't got... care about h1b yeah, i mean before we know the date became 2013 before that only process started and it got approved in november after effort i don't care about the h1b i'll do the football with that h1b i don't care 
So right uh, now, so mm-hmm. you need to consult. So how will US says com- no? Okay. No, yeah. even if the USCIS doesn't know, though, at the time when you go for citizenship, the pop it will pop up, in a lot of different places. We don't know when they will know, but you don't want your green card to be revoked, though. Let me tell you one example. Okay, one of our own colleague, though. When she filed the four eight five application, there was an extra fee she is supposed to pay. It was just a thousand dollars. She's she didn't pay the thousand dollars. The USCI there is called four eight five J supplement. It's a bit complex okay. to explain it. Uh, and she okay. didn't she not four eight five J. It's four eight five. Uh, yeah, sorry, four eight five I two forty five I. Okay, and she's supposed to file that form and pay that extra money. She didn't pay that extra money. She got the green card. Now the problem when she goes to citizenship is they won't give the citizenship because you didn't pay the thousand dollars. Can we pay the thousand dollars right now? No. Now her daughter is about to get twenty-one. We are only trying to think of applying the green card again for her. Her green card is fine. So you know, so it's a faulty green card. You should not get the green card. I want you to withdraw. But your entire premises of moving out of that company is just unbelievable. I don't care about negation. I don't care about five hundred thousand uh, dollars. But anyway, I would like you to cancel. I would like you to withdraw the four eight five. I don't want the green card to be approved because your H one will be gone, and then you'll be in trouble. And they may revoke the. Uh, they may revoke the. You're not entitled for the green card. Don't get the green card and get into trouble. That's my advice. How do they come to know? Well, watch the movie called Snowden. Okay, you will come to know what what I mean. Next yeah, person and also okay. during the interview they will know. Yeah, okay. thank you. No, even if the interview doesn't happen, uh-huh. I don't want you to get the faulty green card. Next person, please. Yeah. Hi Rahul, thanks Rahul. My name is Praveen. So here my scenario, Rahul. Uh, I was working for a company A, and I got the two offers from company B and company C. I shared the company A documents with the company B and company C to file a transfer. Company mm-hmm. B transfer approved in January 2021 for three years, mm-hmm. and company mm-hmm. C transfer approved in February 2021 for one year. Mm-hmm. I choose I chosen to work in the company B, so company C withdrew my petition in April 2021. Mm-hmm. So from the USA's point of view, my latest approved petition is the company C. So they recently withdrew withdrew my petition in April 2021. So in that case, mm-hmm. which I ninety four should I consider to lawful stay in the US? Company B. Company B. Okay. Okay, so because uh, company C is not at all in the scope now because I didn't no. join and I didn't no. sign anything. No. Okay. The okay. last so, act, the last action rule doesn't work in this case though. Okay. Okay. Look into okay. the I ninety four number of all these things. <laughs> three things. The I ninety four number is the same. So each, exactly. The the H one is not given to you, buddy. It is given to the company. Oh. Uh, okay. 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 So okay. company has to withdraw it. Company B has not withdrawn it. You don't have an authority to even withdraw the company B. It is still active. You can work with company B. And let me tell you what: if the company A has not withdrawn the H one B, guess what? You can go and join company A also. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So you're absolutely yep, yep. legal. You don't have any trouble. Oh, okay, okay. Thank, thanks, Rahul. I think that's my question. Next thanks caller, so please. Any? Uh, Sindhu, can you tell twelve o'clock? I'll be late by five six minutes. Hi, Rahul. Yes. Hey, uh thank you for your service first of all. I have a scenario please let me know if this will work or not. 
I have an approved I-140 with employer A with priority date in EB2 with priority date as December 2015. So I'm currently working for employer B and my, my green card process is not started. So just in case that in October, the dates become current, I have a option to bring my employer A because I'm working for the client and my current employer is also a vendor. So I have an option to bring in my employer A as a layer in October. And I mean, my employer A will not uh, file for I-485 if I'm not with them. So I have an option to bring them as a layer. So, and then apply. So do you think, do you see any issues with this plan or do you no. think that it'll work? No, sir. I don't see any issues. At okay. And Absolutely. my wife is also, also in the exact same scenario. Uh, and we both have our 140s with employer A. So just in case the dates become current, do you think we should both go on the same one or independent? Uh, both of them? Hmm. I'm thinking of only using 1485 rather than 2485 rather than filing. Because personally, there are a lot of complications when you file for 2485s. I personally will go file only 1485. And you're buying the tickets with the same American Airlines. If the flight is canceled, <laughs> both both will be standard. So you're not having two different tickets though. I would not file two four eight fives. But because people you. usually say that it's better to maintain H1B. So I was thinking H1B is different. H1B is different though. H1B is okay. different than this one. Filing two four eight fives for the same family with the same company, I would not advise. That's my that's my judgment call. But if you file okay. uh, both the things, it's nothing illegal though. Nothing illegal. Okay. Next okay. person and the last person today. Karthik. Hi Rahul, uh, this is Karthik. Quick question. So I'm uh, my uh, just like the previous uh, guy on, uh, question. I'm with Company B, and my prevailing wage has been filed. Um, if the dates get moved, like in October, uh, my I140 is with Company A. So is it is it recommended to move to Company A or stay with Company B uh, and wait for labor to be to get approved? The prevailing wage has been filed, like. Uh, uh, two months back. Prevailing wage is taking five months. I'm not going to answer your question, but let me tell you what I would do. I would move to company A. Okay. And, and if I move to company A after uh, I-140 has been filed, uh, do is it legal to pay money uh, to the employer to file I-485? Uh, employer, uh, not employer, but to the lawyer and the legal fees, yes, you can. Even for I-140 downgrading and other things, Employees can pay for the downgrading. Got it. And, and once I-485 has been approved, how long do I need to stay with the company? Zero days. Okay. Thank you. That's all. Thank you guys for coming in. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 3.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.